Hey guys, how are we doing? Welcome to another chat show here on Buzzing Pattaya. And to the topic of today's discussion, and that is uh, getting around here in the city centre, and particularly about renting a motorbike. Now, when you come out here, particularly if you've never been out here before, uh, the city can seem quite daunting. It can seem a lot larger than it really is. You know, this, this city is a network of mainly six roads. Uh, you know, it really is very simple. Beach road, second road, third road, South Patea, Padiak Lang, and North Patea. And once you get your head around that, realistically speaking, there is no need uh, to hire a motorbike, in my opinion. However... Some of you guys will do this, some of you guys will come out here, you'll be experienced riders and you're going to come out here and you're going to ride a motorbike. And I want to go through with you 10 things that you definitely need to bear in mind if you do take the plunge and rent a motorbike. Uh, Don't worry, we're not going to be looking at me all day. I'm going to put some overlays over the top uh, so you can see around the city. And maybe while you're watching, you'll see some examples of some uh, interesting, let's call it, interesting riding. Now... If you do decide to rent a motorbike, there are things you're going to do. But what I would say is before you do that, guys, please just, you know, look at the options you have available. We have the BART bus system. The BART bus system works fine. It will get you around the city, no problem whatsoever. And wherever it drops you off, unless you're going to the real northern parts of the city, uh, or, you know, you're going over towards the, the east side, you know, realistically speaking, you are within a walk, a very short walk at that. So you do have the BART bus. We have private taxis, so if motorbike hire is not your thing or motorbike taxi is not your thing, we still have standard rank taxis. You can pick up a taxi, go to places like uh, the Avenue Mall, they sit outside there, they wait on the side of the road, outside Festival Place. You can get yourself a normal standard taxi. There are huge amounts of motorbike taxis here, and they're the guys that sit there with the orange tabards on. Again, you know you can get around the city here for between 50 to 100 baht. Obviously, if you go across Sukhumit Road, it might be a little bit more. But in general, there is no excuses. You can get a motorbike taxi at any time of the day. Yes, I really mean any time of the day, you can get a motorbike taxi and they will take you around the city. Alternatively, and I've made mention to this many, many times, you can use the Bolt app. And that will get you from A to B. It's brilliant because it will tell the taxi drivers where you are in case you can't explain it. It will see they'll they'll get a pin drop on the location where you are via your phone. You can drag the map and show them where you want to go in case you can't explain where you want to go to. And the prices are extremely competitive. In fact, they're the cheapest around right now. So you do have options to get around the city, guys. There is not like this limitation where you think, oh man, how am I going to get about? However... There are some of you guys out there that like to rent motorbikes. Uh, you want to come out here, you want to ride around, you want to have the freedom of just jumping on a bike and going off and doing your thing. And I totally, totally get that. What I will say though, guys, is please, please, please be very, very careful. I had a guy message me the other day and I was absolutely dumbfounded by it. He said to me, you keep going on about the riding out there. He said, it's nothing. It's, it's a piece of cake. It's no different to riding back in England. And, you know... <laughs> I just, I couldn't believe it. I just didn't know how to answer him because it's the complete opposite. You know, there are, there are very little restrictions here. Uh, you can ride the wrong way down the road and the policeman will see you, no dramas. You can take illegal turns. I know, I've, I know I got done the other day for it. Uh, but, you know, generally speaking, it's not a massive issue. You know, it's nothing like riding around in the UK. It really isn't. And I'm going to go through 10 things now that you guys need to be aware of and you must consider when you do come out here if, you're going to ride and you're going to use a motorbike on a hire company. So let's put the overlays over the top. Now, the first thing I would say is if you are going to rent a motorbike, 
Guys, make sure you rent from a reputable dealer. Uh, you know, Patea Rent-A-Car, places like that. You know, go and have a look at these places. Be very careful, particularly if you're riding around on the, any of the big bikes you can get in Soy 13.2 down there. You know, take photos, take videos. Make sure you cover yourself. Because if you don't, you are literally putting yourself out there and saying, hey, guys, that scratch that you've now found, I'm, I didn't do it, but I didn't tell you that it was there before I left. So please, you know, just use a reputable uh, rental company. There are plenty here. Um, but yeah, have a look on the bike. Make sure you take photos, take videos. Now, the first thing you're going to need is you are going to need a driving license. Okay, it's the most basic requirement here for renting a motorbike in Patea. Uh, you've got to have a driving license. And, you know, if you don't have one, it does open you up. Number one, uh, the police will stop you. And if you don't have a motorbike license, they are going to fine you. Uh, you are going to get a, a, a whack for that. Uh, also, make sure your driving license, if it's not a Thai license, if you're not a regular visitor and you've transferred your, your license and gone and got yourself a Thai license, make sure it's an international license. Otherwise, you are going to get fined. Okay, The police will, will, uh, will want to see an international license. Also, as well as that, you know, the driving license is also a form of identification. Okay, so if you do need to rent a motorbike, they are going to ask you for something like your passport or an ID card. Uh, so if you do go to these places, make sure you have a copy. Don't, for goodness sake, give them your original passport. Give them a copy. Don't hand over your passport. Also, also as well, and incidentally, you know, if the police do stop you uh, or you've had an accident, you've got to go to hospital, you're going to need some form of identification and your driving license will pose as that. So that's a you know, reason why you should keep it with you at all times. Helmets. Now you're going to see people ride around the city without a helmet. Okay? You're going to see it happens every single day. You'll also see guys uh, where you'll see families, like a, a father and a mother or a mother riding around, and she'll be wearing a helmet, and the kid that's on the back clinging on for dear life isn't. Mystifies me. People tell me it's because it can't, uh, you know, you don't want to be suppressing the growth of the, of the baby's uh, skull. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't get that. I really don't. At the end of the day, put a helmet on. You're only going to be riding for a matter of minutes. You know, protect yourself at all times. So you do need to wear a helmet, and the law states that all drivers must wear one uh, when they're riding their motorbike, and this also includes passengers. Now, if you get on a motorbike taxi and they don't give you a helmet and the police stop him, you are liable. Not the taxi driver, you. So just bear that in mind. doesn't happen very often, to be truthful, but nevertheless, please bear it in mind. Uh, all the rental companies here, they will give you a helmet, okay? So they, make, they will do that. So make sure you wear it at all times. Um, you know, and also as well, it's dangerous out here. So, you know, if you don't wear a helmet and uh, you, or you are unfortunate enough to have an accident, you know, you need to protect yourself. So, guys, please, you know, think about wearing a helmet. If you're going to be over here for a long term, say three months or more, uh, I would actually recommend going to a proper motorbike company here and uh, buying a decent helmet. You know, don't buy these, you know, 250 baht helmets because you might as well just put an eggshell on your head. Uh, where are we? Insurance. Right, yeah, insurance. Um, so the next thing you need is another requirement for renting your motorbike is you're going to have to have insurance. And that protects both you and the rental company in case of an accident. Now, basically, all bike rental companies here, they'll offer you what we know as the government insurance. Um, but that insurance cover is very, very limited. All right. So, you know, bear that in mind. Read through the print. It will be in English. So just make sure you cover yourself so you know what you're letting yourself in for when you jump on the bike. Because if you do have an accident, 
You know what insurance companies are like. You know, they look at every opportunity to try and get out of it. And uh, out here, particularly being a foreigner, you, know, you are in the firing line. Now, this shouldn't affect you, but nevertheless, I'll say it just in case. The minimum age here for, uh, for renting a motorbike is 18. Okay, you need to be 18. Uh, if you're coming over here on holiday and you're under 18, good on your son, crack on, have a fantastic time. Your life will never be the same again. Uh, but one thing that you need to make sure that you have, and this is something that's not often very covered, is you need to have held your license for at least one year. Um, now, some rental companies here, they'll enforce their own rules. Uh, some will say, no, you need to be over a certain age, like 25, or some will say 23. Um, but, you know, be that in mind that you do have to have held a driving license or held your license for at least one year, and that is the law. So uh, be prepared. You know, if you've just passed your test, you're over here and think, oh, jobs are good and I've got my license in my back pocket, I'll have a go at this. Uh, if you get caught, I'm not saying they won't rent you the bike, but I'm saying if you get stopped and you get caught, Bearing in mind you are in a situation there where you need to be thinking, damn, you know, I've, I've not been on there for a year. A lot of places, a lot of the more established uh, rental companies will want you to do a quick road test just to make sure you're an experienced rider. And that's not to insult your ability, it's just to confirm to them and to make sure that you're going to be safe on the road. Because honestly, guys, you know, I can't say it enough times, this place you really do every single day. I've ridden out here now for 10 years. I've lost count, sadly. I've lost count, sadly, the amount of accidents that I've seen. And, you know, when you're on the motorbike, you are at your most vulnerable. You really are. Uh, deposits. Most people will ask for a deposit. Okay, most bike rental companies, they'll say that you need to pay a deposit. Uh, normally, it's a cash deposit, and it can be anything. You know, it can be up from 1,000 bar up to sort of 5,000. Maybe some will ask you for a bit more. I'll be a bit more cautious on those ones, to be totally truthful with you. But you're going to have to pay a deposit between sort of one to 5,000 bar, and that will depend on the size of the bar. Uh, size of the bar, size of the bike, sorry. Um, and the deposit, you know, they use that to cover any damage. Now, remember what I said about making sure you take videos and photos. You get on the bike, you don't do that, you ride off, you come back, your deposit is sat there waiting for you. You put your hand down, they say, oh, hang on, before I give you the deposit back, there's a scratch here which wasn't there before. And the onus is now on you to prove that it wasn't there or it was there. And if you don't take photos and videos, at the end of the day, you're only putting yourself in the firing line, guys. So please, you know, when I say about taking photos, it takes two minutes of your time, but it could end up saving you thousands of baht. Experience. You know, we all like to think that we're the Barry Sheens of this world and, you know, we're the Carl Fogarty's. But at the end of the day, you know, you really, really must have experience. If you come out here, you've never ridden a bike before, and you jump on that motorbike and you go off into the distance, mate, honestly, you are putting yourself in a huge risk. And the simple being, the simple reason being, is you will just expect common sense to prevail. And it doesn't out here. It really, genuinely doesn't. You will go down a road, a one-way road, and people will ride towards you. And I'm not talking about just motorbikes. I'm talking about cars, you know, these motorbikes, even the trucks, the delivery couriers, all these people will ride against the traffic. You'll be going down the road, and you may not be aware, but there are U-turns quite frequent here. And you'll get a truck on the other side of the road, and he will think absolutely nothing about coming across onto your side of the road and just putting you in a potentially dangerous situation and making you having to brake hard, etc. And if you're not experienced, you know, braking under speed, it's not as easy as people think. It's not a case of just slamming on the brakes. 
You know, you start slamming on the brakes, you're likely to, to uh, lock the brake up, you possibly come off the bike, you know, you'll have all the wobble and everything going on with the bike. It's not as simple as it seems. So guys, if you are gonna rent a motorbike, please, Ensure that you've had experience. Make sure you're used to riding the motorbike because the last thing I want is for you to come out here, rent a bike, think it's all good, assume that everyone else will be road safe, have road sense and be road safety wise, and then you have an accident because the last thing you need is that. It's gonna be expensive, it could potentially be life-threatening, it could ruin your entire holiday, it could, you know, it could leave you with a with a, a, a an accident that may stay with you for the rest of your life. So please guys, make sure that you you know you have experience, <clears throat> and uh, you know if you're not on a motorbike experience but you've got a driver's license, we'll rent a car, guys. If you're on holiday, you know a car's pennies. It really is. Uh, you're going to get a contract. <coughs> Excuse me. You are going to be offered a contract uh, when you wrote, when you rent a motorbike, and and if you're not offered a contract, please, guys, you know just consider where you're renting from. Uh, you're going to sign that contract. Now, when you sign the contract, it's normally a very basic contract, it will outline the terms and the conditions of what you're doing about renting the bike, but make sure you read it carefully, take your time. If it's only in Thai, then guys, walk away. Make sure they have an English version so that you can understand it, and if you're adamant that you need to rent this bike, then go down and uh, you know take a Thai person with you that can translate it back for you in English. It's extremely important that you read the contract because the last thing again that you need is any situation where they come back to you and say, well, it's in the contract. Oh yeah, but I didn't understand that. Well, the onus is on you. It's not on them, it's on you. To be honest with you, most contracts are in English, so you shouldn't have too many problems, but just be aware that uh, that situation is gonna be presented. If you're not offered a contract, I personally would walk away simply because you just don't know what the, uh, what the outcome will be if anything goes wrong. And the last thing you want to do is to have that situation be presented to you to then find out, damn, you know, I should have had a contract. Uh, I've mentioned it before, you know, understanding the tie roads. You know, you really do need to understand what goes on. I've mentioned it before, you know, they are dangerous. Uh, if you don't have a good understanding of the tie roads and the rules, and, and like I've just explained about the way they are, you know, it really is fraught with danger. And also the roads. If you ride around the roads, you know, guys that have been here a long time, guys that in particular head up to the north part of Thailand, they will tell you that, you know, some of these roads, particularly on the left, it's like you've got like a dual carriageway, a two-lane road. The inside road, generally speaking, is horrific because the trucks have plowed up and down it. They, they cause divots in the road. They cause holes. You know, they don't, they don't go around and fill the holes up. I've ridden my big bike. Now, when I had my uh, CB500, when I had my ER650, um, you know, I've ridden those bikes, and as I go up around there, sometimes you're presented with like a mammoth pothole. And again, like I say, you know, you've got to be prepared. When I ride a bike, I'm constantly looking far ahead to see who's coming, where there's U-turns, who's inside me, what road conditions are like. You know, be very, very careful. Make sure that you know about the roads. And one thing in particular is the traffic-like system here. Red does not mean stop. Red means quickly hurry up and check no other cars are coming and make a dash for it. It's fraught with danger. I've seen so many people that they, they just jump the red lights, they don't care, they genuinely just are not interested, they will just come straight out in front of you and when it's red, and even if your light's green, they will just come straight across the, uh, the junction and they won't bat an eyelid. I used to get quite upset about it, I used to bib my horn and say, look at the red light, look at that red light. 
Uh, now I just think, you know what, they're going to do it anyway, so just let's give them an extra an extra 30 seconds and, uh, you know, just let them pass and then I'll go my way. So guys, you know, red lights, be very, very careful. The red light does not mean it's your right away, so be very, very careful. So I think in general, you know, when you look at everything there, you know, just use a bit of common sense, guys. You know, just try to keep yourself ahead of the game at all times because it really is some situations that are going to be presented to you that are going to be just mind-blowing. You know, you really are going to sit there and think, well, what have I just witnessed? Unfortunately, you know, you've only got to Google it. The, uh, the road traffic accidents out here, they're not good. So the moral of this video is quite simple, guys. If you are in a position where you can utilize the BART buses, you can utilize the Bolt app, you can utilize a car, please, guys, please just do it. You know, I really don't want anyone to come out here and come unstuck. If, however, you feel confident and you're comfortable riding the motorbike, go back through the list there that I've given you. Make sure that you wear your helmet. Make sure you've got an international driver's license. Make sure that you've got experience, that your license is valid for a year or more. You know, all these kind of things. Check your contract. Take photos and videos of the bike you're going to hire. You're going to pay a deposit. You know, all these things I've just gone through, please Go back through them and make sure that you tick every single box because, again, I don't want you guys coming unstuck. All right, so that's it for today's video. Uh, I hope, if nothing else, it's given you an insight as to what to expect, and I hope you enjoyed the overlays there, seeing some of the driving. <laughs> like I say, you know, I've been here 10 years, and uh, I every day, every single day, I ride my bike for, for you know many journeys, either going into the studio, coming back home, or going off to see people. Um, and I see things every day that just amaze me. I think, man. Now, only recently, uh, the guys that were with us when, uh, when we were out on the BART bus the other day, a big, powerful motorbike decided to overtake the BART bus. And uh, it overtook him on the, on the right-hand side. So he was going into the oncoming traffic and uh, T-boned a truck that was coming across us, going across the road. You know, all he had to do was just wait 10 seconds, just 10 seconds instead He's overtaking us, bang, straight into the truck. And, uh, you know, luckily he was okay, but it could have been far worse. All right, there we are. That's it. Hopefully you've enjoyed this, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Please, as always, remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Uh, check out Discord. 17,300 members are on there now. It is totally free of charge. Uh, so have a look on there. Guys, please have a look at our e-magazine, okay? We bought our brand new e-magazine. It's showcasing lots of things that are going on. There's tips, advice, there's, there's uh, adverts, there's bars, there's everything. Have a look, guys. There is a link in the description of the video, so please check that out. And if there's anything for the e-magazine that you feel we're not bringing in there that we could bring in, please drop me an email, 247pate at gmail.com. I will happily try and look at including that for you. So thank you very much for that and for your feedback. And if you would like to support the channel, uh, there is a link in the description below. Uh, membership starts from as little as 89 pence a month. All right, guys, thank you very much for watching. And please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe. Mm -hmm.